0: Welcome to the first of our series of online messages in a new series that we're doing at Panic Baptist Church called As God Moves. Now, the reason why it's called As God Moves is we've actually got, as as a church, we've got something called an annual general meeting on the 27th of February. And that'll be an in-person meeting at, at the church. But we didn't just want to have a meeting we just want to have a meeting for the sake of meeting. We actually, if a church is to meet, surely the church needs to get on God's agenda and that's what the meeting's objective would be. So I was trying to think of an acronym and then a beautiful lady in, in our church came up to me and said, how about if for AGM, we called it As God Moves. So we're going to have an As God Moves meeting on February 27th. This has taken a bit of life for a bunch of us and we're talking through with the, with the elders and the leaders of our church and the life is that we're actually for the next 10 weeks leading up to Easter we're going to look at uh, the whole concept of as God moves and we're looking at it because we want our lives and we want our church to move on God's agenda or to move as God moves we don't want to be run by just a a meeting of of decisions made out of the wisdom of, of people if you like we want we want to get on God's agenda and move as God moves I was actually thinking about this and I thought so, so often in life we find ourselves chasing, chasing our tails like, like a dog. And I looked up, why do dogs chase their tails? You know, the reason dogs chase their tails? Boredom. That's one of them. Apparently the second reason is they have a compulsive obsessive disorder. Now, I think that's a bit harsh, but anyway, that's a, one of the other reasons. The other reasons dogs chase, dogs chase their tails is because they're itchy. Apparently, there's also this theory that dogs that chase their tails have a higher cholesterol than other dogs. Anyway, I I found that amusing, but I thought about that in our context, and I thought we don't want to be making decisions in life because just because we're bored, or just because we're itchy, or I I don't think just because we have high cholesterol. I don't know about that one, but what I do know is we want to make decisions in life as God moves. We want to be God-led. Do you know Jesus actually spoke in the book of John quite often. He says, I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will, he said in John 6.38. Similarly, in John 8, he says, I do nothing on my own but say only what the Father has taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me for I'll always do what pleases him. Even Jesus himself moved as God moves. On the 27th, when we gathered for our AGM or our As God Moves meeting, we're going to actually have a bit of a, an expo or a, uh, a bit of a showcase morning on the current activities that we're doing in the, in the life of Penrith Baptist Church. And, and we're going to actually also look at the potential opportunities of things that we may be able to do, or the opportunities on how we might be able to connect with each other, or the opportunities on how we are able to connect with God, the current and the potential. But our aim is to actually walk around this expo, or this showcase, as as people of God and say, Lord, what are you inviting me to be a part of? What are you inviting me maybe to champion as God moves? Someone else suggested me another AGM, uh, if you like, acrostic, a and they said, how about a God moment? So we dream on the 27th that as God moves, we might have God moments or have a God moment. When we were thinking about how to frame this, we actually... Uh, we're talking it through and came up with this idea of what would happen if we based it in the book of Ephesians. See, the book of Ephesians in the Bible, the letter that Paul wrote to Ephesians is in two parts. And the beauty of the book of Ephesians is that God just doesn't move on helping us, guide us into our activities or the things we do, but actually God moves and shows us who we are. He actually cares about who we are. He actually moves in us first before he moves through us into our world. So the As God Moves series, if you like, is going to start by looking at how does God move in us? He makes us alive in Christ. As God moves, we are made alive in Christ, Ephesians 2. As God moves, we grow, Ephesians 3. As God moves, we experience his love. As God moves, then he actually helps us express our our diversity in a unified body. Ephesians 4. As God moves, we are transformed. As God moves, we follow Christ's example. As God moves, we give thanks. These are all aspects of Ephesians. As God moves, we learn that we're in a spiritual world and we put on the armour of God. As God moves, we learn how to do relationships um, stronger and better. As God moves, we learn how to be ambassadors for Christ. So as God moves, he moves toward us or in us or chooses us and then he moves through us. Let me read to you today. I'm going to actually focus on Ephesians chapter 1 and just a little bit of part of Ephesians chapter 1, but let me start with this letter of Paul. Paul says, this letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. Already God's moving, moved and chosen Paul. I am writing to God's holy people in Ephesus who are faithful followers of Christ Jesus. May God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. As God moves, we experience grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. And here's the passages I want to sit in. Even before he made the world, God loved us. God moved and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his family by bringing us to himself through Christ Jesus. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure. Isn't that cool? He moves because he wants to. So we praise God for the glorious grace he's poured out on us who belong to his dear son. As God moves, okay, we learn that he had us in mind even before the world. It says even before he made the world. God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. As God moves, he decided to adopt us into his own family. As God moves, he he brought his grace into our lives. So the reality is God is moving. God is moving. Before we were born, God was moving. In history, God has moved. He moves because he loves us. There's a few things I just want to bring out of those words that I read. First of all, as God moves, we find out that we are chosen back to that scripture even before the world even before he made the world god loved us and chose us in christ so we are we are chosen we are we are we are chaste we are elected is a word that's often used paul actually writes at the beginning of the letter paul an apostle chosen by god as god moves we are chosen now, that's really crazy, isn't it? Because so often we don't feel like we are chosen or we are chosen ones or we think God chooses everybody else. But when God moves, the Bible says these eyes range throughout the earth, seeking to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. His eyes fall upon us and he chooses us. Even before the world began, it says in Ephesians 2, we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do the works He prepared in advance for us to do. He cho- He chooses each of us, He chooses our church. As God moves, we actually find out we are chosen, not obligated, chosen. We also find from the passage I just read, we are holy. Not because of anything we have done. i go back to it. even before He made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. In Ephesians chapter two, you're going to find that He's going to talk, that Paul's going to write about we are chosen because of the incomparable riches of God's grace that makes us holy. When we are chosen. We're not only just chosen by God, but, but in Christ, we are, we are made righteous and holy and without fault. Now, that's hard for us to comprehend. But the reality, when God moves, people are set free from their sin. We are set free. We, are, we live with a victory and a confidence that, that we have never known. You see, God is not just interested interested in what we do, but he's interested in in purifying us, in making us amazing, white as snow. Now, you might look at a a, a picture of your life. You might look at a journal of your life and see sin and, and shame and guilt and poor decisions. But in Christ, we are holy and righteous and without fault. As God moves, we are free free to to not be bound up by our past or to not be consumed by our mistakes. We are free and forgiven. We are whole. As God moves, we're chosen, we're holy, we are adopted, we become part of his family. Let's go back to the passage. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. We know that. But God decided in advance... To adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. I love that word, in advance. In other words, God hasn't decided to take us into his family because we're good enough. In advance, by his choice, he has said, if you love Jesus, you are welcome to our family. It doesn't matter uh, about your, your heritage. And, and I actually love to illustrate something from Philippians that the Apostle Paul writes to the Philippians church. He talks about his heritage. He talks about his skill set. He talks about his lineage. He talks about all these things in Philippians chapter 3. And he says, And I consider them all rubbish compared to knowing Christ. He talks about all his capacities. And said, so that's nothing compared to having a relationship with God. See, as God moves, we find relationship. How good is that? So we are holy, we are adopted, we are chosen, we are in relationship. As God moves, He adopts us as His children into relationship, He makes a choice. Adoption's a funny thing, isn't it? There's, this, there's often a stigma attached to adoption, which is, which is not, not good, in really, because adoption is choice. It's a choice that has been made for us. We've been chosen. Do you know in the Bible there's a lot about um, God choosing outsiders you might feel like an outsider. so the Gentiles were seen as outsiders, and, the, and, and even the disciples, the Jewish disciples, were struggling with the concept that as God moved, they had to accept Gentiles as brothers and sisters and part of the family. In the book of Acts... We see the spirit of God moving. And as God moved in the book of Acts, Peter was actually having a vision that, that God, of, of, of you'll see it in Acts, and of God saying, Don't call anything unclean what I call clean. And then Cornelius turns up and Peter is invited into this world where he had to accept people and he got the opportunity to accept people that he never would have accepted before. So let's expect as God moves that we will be accepting others, but let's take the joy. As God moves, we are completely adopted and accepted because we are desired. As God moves, the next one is we are desired. Go back to the passage. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do. (laughs) And it gave him great pleasure. Have you ever thought of God being one that looks at you and smiles and delights in his kids so often we portray christian life as a life where of compliance and morality but you know that's law where there is the spirit of God, where the Holy Spirit moves, there is freedom, the Bible says. Because God wants us, wanted us, and it gave him pleasure. He's in, 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 You go back to Genesis, walking with Adam in the cool of the day. See, I, I love this stuff. I don't know whether you do, but we are desired by God And some of us don't feel very desirable. But if I go back to the passages and what we've just looked at, we say he's made us holy. He's made us. He he not only desires us, he's actually transforming us at the same time. We receive the benefit of his desire. He delights in our relationship. You know, we read the Bible each day and we pray and we practise those spiritual disciplines. They're called disciplines not because um, they make us feel more righteous, but we do them because we actually want to know God more. We read the Bible because we want to know God more. Because we want to move as He moves. You know, as God moves, we're not only desired, but we are guaranteed. I haven't read this part of the passage yet, but in Ephesians chapter one, verse fourteen, it says, "The Spirit is God's guarantee that will give us the inheritance He promised, and that He has purchased us to be His own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify Him." You see, as God moves, we will praise. As God moves, we will praise God because this Holy Spirit moves in our lives. He guarantees our eternity. As God moves, we are made eternally secure. We are guaranteed no matter what this world throws at us, no matter what the challenges that come. No matter and we've got lots of them right now and no matter what comes, we are guaranteed eternal life through the power of the Holy Spirit. There's no other way to extend life, if you like. There's no other way to have eternal life except through the power of the Holy Spirit as a guarantee because God initiated it. As God moves, he secures us in relationship. We're adopted. He makes us holy through Christ. He guarantees our eternity all because he chose us. How does it work? As God moves, it starts with us having just a humble posture of saying thank you for choosing me and accepting that he chose us in Christ Jesus. We got an AGM in a month. Imagine if we carried that humble posture into that and we we looked at the things that he might be asking us to do with delight that God would choose us. And prepare us for the good works he's prepared in advance for us to do. You'll get into that in Ephesians chapter 2. I wanted to finish this message here in the, the auditorium that we're going to find ourselves walking around in the As God Moves meeting. And I want to finish by saying just a few things. There's a whole lot of reasons that we don't move as God moves. Sometimes we don't move is because we say, choose someone else. Or choose another church. Or please don't choose me. But we are chosen. As God moves, he chooses us. So that question of choose someone else, he chose us. Sometimes we don't respond to as God moves because we say, I'm not good enough. Or I'm not talented enough. Or I'm not worthy. But we've learned today that as God moves, we are holy. We are blameless. We are made right by God. So our goodness is found in Christ. Sometimes we don't move as God moves because we don't want to feel used by God or used by others. Or we don't want to feel unappreciated. But we are adopted. As God moves, we actually function as part of a family, not as part of an institution. Sometimes we say no to as God moves because it's scary, because... We go, I just don't, I know if I do this, if I make myself available, God will send me to the exact place I don't want to go. We hear those stories all the time. I won't make myself available because God will send me to the exact place I don't want to go. Well, we learned today that we are desired by God. He doesn't desire to make a miserable life for us. He desires us. And so when, when, when he moves and he might call us to something, it starts with he just desires us. As God moves, he desires us. And sometimes we shut ourselves off from God in order because we think he's going to make us do something. And then we miss out on just the relationship. Sometimes we, we say, I can't do this. I'm powerless. What we learnt today That as God moves, we are guaranteed by the power of the Holy Spirit eternal life. But we're guaranteed to have the Holy Spirit. To have the Holy Spirit gift us, equip us, guide us and counsel us. So. When we think of as God moves, let's make sure that we don't have those barriers and let's learn from today, learn from this passage in Ephesians that We are chosen, we are holy, we are adopted, we are desired and we are guaranteed. That's what happens as God moves. Let's pray. Lord and Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you move. I thank you so much that we are chosen. I thank you so much that we are adopted. I thank you so much that we are holy. I thank you so much that we have the Holy Spirit and we are guaranteed eternal life. I thank you so much that we are desired by you for relationship. And I pray that we as a community and as as individuals will be open to you moving in our lives. And we'll take a humble heart and say, not my will, but yours be done. Just like our saviour Jesus did. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As God moves, let's move.